0: Hello and welcome to another episode of this podcast for better and more professional English. My name is Sven. Hello, Richard. Can you hear me?
1: Hello, Sven. I can hear you loud and clearly.
0: Perfect. So I hope you had a great time um, since we spoke last. Today, I would like to talk with you about business meetings, especially if you are the person to chair the meeting, so the person that is in charge of organizing and leading the meeting. Um, Germans normally tend to structure everything. They want to have a plan for everything. How do you judge people from from other countries, from the United States, etc.? Is there a difference if there is somebody chairing a meeting in english if the cultural background is not german would you say they are planning the meeting as well or is it more free freestyle what is your opinion on that
1: so in the context of business meeting um as the germans do as the english or the americans do they also plan so it's not just to germans they plan beforehand, before the meeting. And um, so the chairperson has to plan the meeting and then do some research if the chairperson is not um, sufficient or has sufficient knowledge in this kind of segment of the business. For example, if they are talking in the meeting about performance improvement, goal setting, there you need some research. If it's just about feedback and recognition, there you don't need to plan or or plan or plan do excessive research because you actually know the person and you want to kind of relate to, with them or to them on a personal level. So there you don't need this structure you know or as you described from German chess or the German business culture. And would what you I would exc- say is... Yes? Excuse
0: me. Yeah? Would you agree that... A good plan also helps you to avoid, let's say, this nervous situations, especially if you're not used to chair a meeting, or if you're chairing a meeting in English for the first time because you um, changed your your job and you're working for a new employer now, and now it's your job to, yeah, to to organize meetings in English, would you say that a good plan helps you to reduce your anxiety or your nervous feelings?
1: Yes, indeed. On the one hand, if you have a good plan, you can exercise beforehand. Right? So, on the other hand, if you plan your meeting correctly, you will you will structure or plan your first questions. So, there you can go through the situation in your mind and then also anticipate first answers or viewpoints of other participants. that is, I think, very important because if you are chairing a meeting, you want to be in charge of the meeting. You don't want to let other participants take over the meeting. That will just increase your nervousness. So in order to be a serious chairperson, you should... Plan your first few questions and then anticipate viewpoints of other participants. There you will decrease your nervousness and you kind of will, be, um, will, will lead the meeting smoothly for yourself without having, uh, having a nervous breakdown.
0: Okay. So a good plan helps you to not only reduce your nervousness, but also to appear more professional. Because everybody in this meeting has a lack of time. They want to be on a tight schedule. So you should also maybe from the beginning clarify the duration of that meeting. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yes, indeed. But there lies a problem. So if you just say the meeting is 40 minutes where you will just talk about the goal settings and p- performance improvement um, or even year-end performance reviews, and your meeting is 10 minutes above the the time limit you set, there your the participants... Um, and, and to be honest, in these times where we have meetings via, via Zoom, via Microsoft Teams and other platforms, they kind of will be... Um, angry, and you will not appear as professional as you want to be. So setting, I would say set an agenda. And with that agenda, you kind of, if you have to set out the plan, practice it, and then just don't mention a number. Just say, oh, this is just a short meeting, or this meeting won't go over this. Just don't set a time period. Just say won't go over 12 o'clock or something like that. Because then if other participants take part actively and there's a a discussion going on. You just don't want to say, okay, now we have uh, met our 30 minutes period and we want to end the meeting because we have other things to do.
0: Okay. What if you find that the meeting becomes too long because there are points that have to be discussed in detail. You won't find a solution. It's like a lot of participants are starting discussions or even arguing together and you feel that the whole meeting kind of gets out of your control. How would you react to that?
1: To be honest with you, if you are a chairperson and you feel that your business meeting, where you where you also uh, already said it correctly, where people are time under time constraint and you only have to talk about important things that are important to your business unit and you feel that you are losing control, then you didn't plan very well. You have to admit it to yourself that you didn't plan very well. If the meeting is too excessive and people start to talk about the 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 Christmas gifts of their child for the children, then you are not chairing the meeting. You're just a participant. As a chair of the meeting or the chairperson, you have to take you have to be in charge of the meeting. So if somebody is excessively talking about a point on the Excel sheet that is not important, you can just tell the person, "Um, could you please go and highlight the most important facts for us, please. Okay. And then again, if you are in a business unit or in a, in a, a office environment, you know, the people in your office that excessively talk about one point so you can anticipate their viewpoints while, when you are planning the meeting.
0: Okay, so I, I was not thinking of any, I mean, of the, of the agenda topics. I was thinking about a very, let's say, important topic that causes extreme disharmony because it's a critical point. Let's say, for example, we have a company that has to decide... Um, about giving notice to a couple of employees because of the financial situation that has occurred due to the COVID-19 situation. And now you have got a meeting and the opinions on what is right and what is wrong and what is a good and a social decision are extremely different. And people really start to attack each other like being in the British Parliament. How would you handle such a situation that that seems to get out of your control, even if you have good, a good plan, and even if you know that you knew in advance that this might happen, but it happens in a way that you have not calculated with?
1: Um, so if it's in a Zoom meeting, you can just mute the people. But if you are in a pre-COVID-19 era, so then you have to, on the one hand, if it's if it's out of your hand and you just feel that you can't control it, then you have to just admit yourself that I just can't control the meeting and just end it properly. On the other hand, if you think you can control it, use emotional intelligence to kind of group the, the di- diverse ideas into groupings and then just... Find. Try to let these groups find a common commonality, and then argue these two or three points out. Just don't let anybody have their argument. Just say, just try to lead the argument. If you are have the feeling that you can still lead the argument, try to use emotional intelligence and kind of get somewhere where they can agree on certain points. If you just have the feeling that you just has, have lost the control of the meeting then you have to be honest to yourself and end it.
0: Okay. So this is also a good strategy if something's happening that and you feel you are not well prepared to make it better next time, just end the meeting in a professional way and set it for another day. So is there anything else you think or from your point of view a uh, chairperson of a meeting should take care of, apart from what we have just mentioned?
1: To be honest with you, I think if you plan very well, anticipate the answers, anticipate viewpoints, and then above all, have an... And that is that is not an ability that's, that everybody has. It's the ability to read the room, to understand in which kind of room are you entering. What is the mood of the participants? Little, little things um, influence the outcome of a business meeting. And I think if you have the ability to read a room, then you should use that ability. But but again, that ability is not common to everybody.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Richard, for these ideas and uh, inspiration and insights into how to chair a meeting and in our next episode i would like to talk with you about how to present a presentation and how to react if somebody is interrupting you criticizing you or using the smartphone all the time while you are trying to present your presentation for today i want to thank you and i wish you a great week richard